My name is Mark. I have the, the privilege and honour of serving, serving here as a senior pastor. And uh, I just want to extend a really warm welcome. I've met some new people already this morning. If you're new here visiting, you're very welcome. We just really pray that uh, you would meet with the Lord in this place to connect with him and connect with each other. And, um, you know, we've been expecting you. <laughs> we've been expecting you. God has got a plan and purpose for you. And we're just so grateful that the Lord has brought you to this place um, it's really exciting, you know, as uh, Heather said, I want to mention the team celebration night this Friday, really excited about that, uh, we get an opportunity to get together and just celebrate what the Lord is doing in us and through us, and so if you're serving on a team, do come along, and indeed if you've recently stepped down, so you know, if you've been serving for forever and you're like, well I only just stepped down last week, what does that mean for me? Good news, you can come along. And you might say, well, hold on, I only just signed up last week. I'm not on a rotor yet. You can come along too. So no excuses. So do get on our website. Do RSVP so we, uh, we know the numbers. But there's going to be lots of us, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. You know, we have been in our gift series uh, where we have, as I've said, celebrated together what the Lord's doing in us and through us. And I don't know about you, but it's just been such amazing weeks uh, of just uh, seeing what God is doing and just celebrating such wonderful people that are serving so wonderfully and faithfully. I just, I don't know about you, but I'm just so grateful that we get to do this together. How cool is that? You know, I think Richard just gave one of the best lines a couple of weeks ago. He said, you know, we don't go to church, we are church. We don't go to church, we are church. You know, can I just clarify something? This is not a spectator sport. This is not a spectator sport. Everyone gets to play. Everyone gets to play. You know, um, the Lord is really stirring us. Uh, we've been in a year of positioning ourselves for him. Positioning ourselves for him. Knowing that as we do so, what flows out is what we do for him. But it's got to be that order. Oftentimes we rush to do stuff for him. But it's not about that. It's about who we are in Christ. And out of that flows. And we're getting ready next year. God is calling us to extend our reach. And for those of you who were here a few weeks ago when Isabel Allen uh, um, came and spoke prophetically over, over us as a church, God is about to do something magnificent in this place, continue to do something magnificent in this place as he has done for the past 30 years. But that takes each one of us. You know, this gift series, let me just get this out of the way. This hasn't been some recruitment drive. This has been a call to build kingdom. And everyone gets to play. And one of the key verses has been 1 Peter 4.10, which we've got on the screen. And this is taken from the New Century Version. I love the way this has been translated. Each of you, by the way, just to clarify, that means you, <laughs> not the person next to you. Each of you has received a gift to use to serve others. Did you know that? Who, me? Yes, you. You've got a gift. Many gifts. And therefore, be good servants of God's Various gifts of grace. You see, grace empowers us to do that which God is calling us to do. Did you know another word for gifts are gracelets? Did you know that? Gracelets. You see, God doesn't call us to do something and say, right, you're on your own. And actually, if you continue to read uh, in, in chapter 4, it says here in uh, verse 11, if anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides. In other words, you'll never feel capable You'll never feel as if you have it all, but that is the whole point. Because if you step out in faith, God breaks in. 
And oftentimes we miss out on seeing the miraculous. We miss out on the experience of serving others because we look at it from a human perspective. We say, how on earth am I going to feed all these people with these little loaves and fishes? But God is not looking for capability. He's looking for availability. And the question is, are you available for him? Are you available to use the gifts that God has given you to serve others? Because that is (laughs) such an amazing call. And I have found my biggest fulfillment and peace and joy in my life as I've poured myself out for others. Because as I do, he pours himself in for me. And so we're going to continue this morning and looking at different teams that, that serve and that you may have received my email, so there's no surprise. But um, this series has coincided with the appointment of new trustees uh, to the board of this church. The trustees are often a a team of people that you never really see. They kind of work behind the scenes, but they do such an amazing, phenomenal job of helping lead this place. And it's a board comprised of godly, godly people that are committed to seeing God's kingdom extended. And, you know, earlier in the year, we had some movement in the board, and so we, uh, we needed to, to recruit and build the board up to, to the right numbers and to represent this just such an amazing church of people. And we were just amazed, amazed we were blown away by, the, away by the caliber and the number of applicants. And through a thorough process, I'm delighted that in a moment I'm going to introduce our new trustees. But before I do that, what I want to do is invite up to the stage to join me, our existing trustees. Uh, And so, can you please welcome to the stage Mark Bevis and Tim Winfield. Come on up, guys. Bless you, Mark. Great to see you. Grab a pew. Well, not really a pew. It's a bit of a stall. Hey, Tim. Great to see you. Come on up. I love this. I love these stools. Oh, I'm a bit high up here, aren't I? Look at that. That wasn't planned like that, just to clarify, you know. So, we've had quite a journey together. I mean, I've been a trustee. Thank you for that. I've been a trustee since, I think, uh, I don't know, a few years now, maybe 2016. But, Tim, let's start with you. You've been a trustee since uh, 2012. Uh, but be- before we continue, actually, I think there's probably people out there, because I didn't know, what on earth do trustees do? What is a trustee? So maybe can you just share that with us? What, who are the tr- trustees and what do we do? Oh, yeah, good morning. So trustees, what, what do we do? So primarily, I guess, our, our role is to support the senior pastor. So this, the senior pastor has been called to serve as a pastor. Um, and our job really is to sort of make sure that's done according to a few things. So firstly, are we investing our resources? So people, money, time to serve the calling that exists here, to make Christ known. So, so we're, there's a level of stewardship around that. And then it's really to make sure it's done safely, legally, and financially sound. So, of course, that, that means sometimes we have some challenging discussions, uh, <laughs> difficult decisions no, to, to be made. Um, but, but really, that, that's our job. So that means we do things like, we, you know, obviously budgeting. We, we look and make sure we do our company returns to company's house make sure we're compliant with the Charities Commission, uh, make sure we meet health and safety, safeguarding, and many, many other things. So I think, as Mark said earlier, it's a very much behind-the-scenes role, um, and that's how we want it. So, so if it's going well, that means you don't hear about anything. Um, and so really, that, that's, how, that's how we serve. Wow, amazing. And now, Tim, as I said, you've been serving since about 2012. 
11. Thank you for that. I should get these facts right. Now, what on earth made you give up all those many hours that, you, that we do spend during the week and those late-night board meetings to serve? Why did you serve? Yeah, so, so I guess just to put it in context, so I, I, I was saved when I was nearly 30, so I became a Christian quite late in life. And um, re- really, my journey, so I guess, started in maturing as a Christian when I came here, which was about 16 years ago. And so I, I started serving in ways that I felt wasn't quite me, but I had a go. Um, so I started in children's work, which I did for about two or three years um, with Maria, actually. We, sp- we spent a lot of time uh, together. Um, then did a little bit with Alpha when Richard was leading it. And, and I always felt that maybe that wasn't quite me, wasn't quite my, my gifts and calling. Um, and then when something came out about looking for new trustees, um, you know, there was a description about needing sort of general business, finance, commercial, and I immediately felt called that that was the right thing for me. Mm. So I prayed about it in my home group, um, came to me as it was the current trustees, um, and, and that was the start of the journey. And it's really just been about serving the Lord and serving the team in that way. Amazing. Thank you for that, Tim. Yeah, absolutely. Great appointment. You've been a real blessing. You know, Tim headed up the, uh, the recruitment process when we're going through succession planning. And Tim has recently taken on the chairmanship from Mark uh, in May and doing really a great job. And that leads us to this amazing man here, Mark Bevis, because, you know, many of you, we said works behind the scenes. You would not realize that this man has served so faithfully over 20 years on the board. Is that right? Uh, yes, it is. I think it's uh, nearly 23 years. Wow. That is amazing. Um, Let, yeah, let's give him a hand for that. You want to see commitment? That's commitment. I, I should say that uh, generally we don't recommend that trustees serve <laughs> that long. Uh, usually it's three or four years and then maybe an option to continue. But uh, our founding pastor, Chris, gave me a call in 1997, I think it was. And he said, Mark, uh, one of you would like to serve as a trustee? We, it's, it's nothing too onerous. We meet twice a year and then <laughs> nip off down to the pub for a quick pint. And I thought, I well, invited that's, to a pub. What's that's going the on? sort of service I can, uh, I can do. Well, <clears throat> that didn't last very long um, because God got busy. So, so mm. we got busy. And wow. um, yeah, so uh, 20, nearly 23 years later, I do feel now is the right time to step down. It's a bit of a strange one, really. Um, someone said to me many years ago, uh, it was a word of prophecy, uh, I guess, well, it was a word of prophecy, um, last orders are good orders Mm. and um that's something that every time i thought you know lord should i should i be stepping down now it it just didn't come he just seemed to be saying no you know i want you to carry on and what was interesting was there was always something some new project or challenge to, to to just try and help get the church through i just saw a role for myself as as similar to how tim has described i could just thought well i've still got something to offer here Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah, so now is the, the time finally, I think, to, to step down and let others uh, take up the reins. And you're gonna, your last board meeting is going to be in January, is that right? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. correct. And yeah. so over the past 23 years, I mean, you would have seen so much. I mean, this place is very different, of course, than when we started. But any, any highlights, any stories that you want to share, that you're able to share with us? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, one or two, Pat. No, actually, um, lots of highlights, yeah. definitely. Uh, it, it is a long period of time. Um, I think <clears throat> there are two things I would, I would like to say, mm. if I may. Please. One is it's been such a privilege to work with um, trustees past and present to um, actually work up close with men and women of such um, impressive character and calibre and to see their faith, their Christian faith, 
informing the decisions that, that we've worked on collectively and together. And that, for me, has been a real sort of opportunity to, to, to grow personally in my own faith. I think if there's one <clears throat> event, if I had to pick one, it would be moving into this, this building we're sitting, sitting in now. Mm. I think it was about 2004. I always get this wrong. <laughs> but we'd had years of looking for a home of our own. Um, you know, uh, Chris, myself, Steve Dakin, trustees at the time, trudging around various sites. Uh, just kept coming to Nort, and then finally we found this place and then started a, a whole project, obviously, of the, the raising the funds, sacrificial giving of hundreds of thousands mm. of pounds by, by, well, many of you, um, church membership, which was tremendous. And I just remember walking in and just, still, even now, I still get a little tingle as I walk in mm. and just think, you know, look, look at what God has done. But what even surpasses that, actually, um, I remember a trustees meeting probably about six months after um, you know, we sort of moved in and just hearing about all the explosion of ministries, of groups that have been set up, um, small ministry teams, groups set up to help people who were recovering from divorce. I mean, all manner of things. Wow. And to me, that was the final sort of validation, really, mm. of, of what this had enabled that... Um, God's creativity just poured out into his people. And as his people wow. said, yes, Lord, so that, you know, the, the ministry started to blossom. And, of course, we've gone on to, you know, the Compassion Ministries. We now enjoy a, a very strong reputation locally in our community for being a church of, of social action and concern for the poor and, and those that are struggling. So, you know, that is a tremendous legacy and something which we can all, I think, mm. Be, take a little bit of pride for and most of all give thanks to God. Amen. That's Amen. just so wonderful. And you know, talking about legacy, you know, Mark, thank you on behalf of the church for the legacy you've left in serving so faithfully. So can we just all stand and honour and thank Mark for his service over these 23 years? I'm going to grab that off you. Right, we're going to invite the, trust, the new trustees that you can wait here. Let's continue to stand. So we're going to invite our new trustees up. Very exciting. Andrea Taylor Cummins, Bruce McKinnon, and Ruth Robb. Let's give these guys a hand. Come on, guys. Up you come. Come on. Up you come. Hey, good to see you. Bless you. Hey, hey. Good to see you. Here comes Bruce. Good to see you, Bruce. Bless you, guys. We'll see you guys in a moment. You can take a seat. We'll get you back up soon. Why don't you have a seat here in my... Whoa! Pastor's going to fall over. That is not a good look, is it? Wonderful. Here we are. Isn't this fun? Hey? This is very exciting. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, some of you will know these guys. You know, there's a yep there. Some of you may not. So, why don't we just kick off? Why don't you just say, you know... Hey, my name is, and a little bit about who you are. Okay. Over to you, Ruth. Yeah, my name's Ruth, and I love Jesus, and that's why I'm here, and that's why you're here, and yeah, that's why we're church, and that's why we do life. And for me, when I was four years old, my mum read me the story of Moses in the Dead Sea, and I asked my mum, why don't these miracles happen like that, like that today? Why don't we see the power of God moving. If God is the same, why mm. don't we see it? 
So I went through to my room and I prayed and I asked God to show me if he's real and he did. There was this massive angel came into the room and I started speaking in tongues. Wow. I didn't know what it was. I didn't understand it. I had none of that theology in my background from my family, but I knew it was God and I knew it was good and I knew it answered my question and that was enough. And then the confusion comes in, or the mystery of faith comes in, because mm. a week after that, I had a very serious accident. I was kicked in the back of the head by a horse, and I was paralysed and all that kind of stuff. And I started school when I was six, so it was a big accident. And I can remember lying paralysed in the hospital, everyone talking around me. I couldn't at all connect with them, so I was hearing all the negativity about the outcome of my accident but I was speaking in tongues in my head. Wow. So I knew that God was powerful, and yet I was powerless. And that was the mystery of faith. And for me, that is life, and that is enough. Actually, it's more than enough. To know that God really, really loves you is more than enough in life, isn't it? Amen. And you just think, sometimes our life can be pretty much hell on earth. I work with people who, who are in hell, and who desperately need the Jesus that we know here. And I love my church, and I love how God empowers me. The saddest time of my day, of my week, is on a Sunday, about 12 o'clock. I always come to the early service. I love it. But I have to wait 144 hours until I'm back. But because of where I am in the week, I sense the presence of God. And that's my heart and my passion as to why I come here and why I want to be a trustee. Because I want you to feel that power that God has for you, not on a Sunday, but on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So that's why I'm here, because wow. Jesus really loves us, and he wants this church. Shall wow. I mention about a dream? Or shall I hey, dreams are great. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. I, okay, I had this dream that it was a massive, massive ocean liner, and it was going through a tsunami. And that's what you've been through in this church. You've had a massive tsunami, and it's been really hard. And I don't think we really know how hard it is. And we have very, very good people involved in Vineyard. And God's saying the storm has silenced and Jesus is walking on the water. And he's bringing healing and he's steering this massive ocean liner to a new place that we didn't even dream existed. Wow. And it's a massive time of revival and of harvest like we've never known before. And that's what he wants to do. And that's why we're church. Wow, that's just so wonderful. Thank you for that, Ruth. And yeah, let's give Ruth a hand. And Ruth, you slightly underplayed that because, of course, you founded, uh, can I mention the, the charity that you founded, Azalea? And Ruth has spoken here before, uh, I think last year or the year before, about the work you do there. Just tremendous work that Ruth and her, her team does. Just an entrepreneur in the kingdom, and uh, just love it, the fact that you're joining the board at such a time as this, so bless you for that. Andrea, you can grab this microphone. Tell us who you are, a little bit about yourself. The first thing is I need to apologize for my voice. Oh. I'm usually husky, but this has gone a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some water, Andrea? We can get you no, some. No, I'm good. It's, okay. it's, it's, actually, a voice comes out now. I had workshops to deliver oh, bless this you. week, and uh, when I started, I had to say, just give me 10 seconds to find where the <laughs> frequency is. We're only doing one frequency. You're hitting a good frequency now. Um, my 14-year-old's impressed that I could have gone, I, I went lower than he does. Really? <laughs> so my, my name is Andrea. Uh, I was born here in the UK, but I grew up in Jamaica. 
Um, I uh, was brought up in a Christian home. When I was 11, I was part of the Interschools Christian Fellowship, and they made an altar call, and I figured, okay, if they're offering Jesus, and I know God, I'll just say yes to that. Didn't know the power of what I did, but discovered the reality of God, of Jesus, of the Holy Spirit in my life, just through the years, through the challenges, through the kind of faith-shaking challenges, like when my dad died and when it took us seven long years and the doctors giving up on us to have children, just things that make you develop that even if faith, even mm, if God wow, doesn't yeah. come through on this, I will still serve you. Amen. Um, I got a scholarship uh, to come to study in the UK, and the line is, I came to get my master's and I got my mister as well. <laughs> is the mister over? Can, can John the wave? the mister's over there. There he is. Give us a wave, John. So, there he is. There's the mister. So that's my soulmate, John. And this <laughs> month, we've been dating for 30 years. Wow, congratulations. Married, married for 26 of those. <laughs> and we have two amazing uh, boys, two gifts from God, Samuel and Isaac, who are out doing their stuff in... Uh, Sunday school, um, I, in uh, people development or developing, seeing the potential in people uh, being developed and rise up to help people become the best of who they are is the passion that's driven me in my professional life. Um, and alongside that, through the scars of our own experience of daring to run a business together and getting it wrong <laughs> and hating each other in the first three months, <laughs> We, uh, we learned, um, or we've developed this passion for helping people to build strong relationships, we meaning John and I. So over the last 20 odd years, um, part-time initially alongside our day jobs, we have, from the stuff that we've learned about what makes relationships strong, we've been running um, evening sessions, home groups, workshops, seminars, anything to just say, hey guys, Life is tough, two lives together can be very tough, but there are hurdles that everybody has to go over and if you get equipped up front, you can do life better. So the, the mm. passion that drives us to the point where three years ago we decided to make this our full-time career is to see relational growth. And you know when we do the watch, mm. uh, the, the first time I came, into the, the, came to the church and the watch was happening and I saw spiritual growth, relational growth, financial growth. I'm like, wow, they think mm. relational growth is a big deal because mm. we think it's a really big deal. Uh, the, the, the real, um, you know, what if, just what if we could have a church where our marriages are so strong that there's a difference in the divorce rate inside and outside wow, the church? Yeah. Come on. What if we had um, such understanding of differences and dealing with conflict, which is natural, that the relationships we have with each other becomes so obviously different where we really have each other's back through thick and thin that the rest of the world realizes mm. there's something special going on here. Yeah. That's, what, that's what drives us, that's what drives me. And that's what made me say, if they will have me, because Mark will tell you I didn't volunteer. <laughs> We're talking about gifts. I did not, I, I saw, the advert for trustees, I saw it flashing up and I'm like, and I actually served in our previous church, I served as a steward for about 15 years or more. It was a much smaller church 
And I came and I looked at staff and I'm like, there's so many more qualified people here. It's not for me. I don't have time. They'll have lots more people who are right for it. And then I got this email from Mark and I looked at the email to see if it was one of those um, blanket one, automated ones. And it wasn't. I'm not a robot. <laughs> I don't do automation. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked again to see if it was to Andrea and John, and no, it was to Andrea. I thought, okay. And then you have the doubt, you know, is it because I'm black? Is it because I'm a woman? Is it because I'm a black woman? <laughs> wow, there's a lot of thinking going on in that, in that email. I've got to be careful. So, but Andrea, then, you, you said yes. I did. Which is the good and, news and, for us. Now, listen, we've got a very... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're going to head over to Bruce in a moment. You, you, we've got a very modest people in this stage because you and John recently did a TEDx talk, and a lot of you will know about TED talks. And last count, I think, and I probably got this wrong, it almost hit 700,000, is that right? Where are we now? Go on. We're not quite at 700 yet. Almost, we're about, eh? We're, but it's, it's heading to 600,000 views. 600,000 views for their talk on relationships. You should check it out. Get on, you can uh, Google that. I mean, I'll be, be thankful if 10 people watch my sermon. So, uh, <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah, that's humbling. That's humbling. <laughs> so, any, the, the point is, I got to the point of saying, God, if they will have me, I am humbled and privileged yeah. to be able to give off my two fish and five loaves. There it is. Bless you, Andrea. Let's give Andrea a hand there. Bruce, hello from afar. Hello. You, you've, been, <laughs> you've been at the church for a while. I'm sure I can hear some hecklers over here. Why don't you tell us who you are, what you do, etc., etc. Um, good morning. Um, I'm Bruce. I've been coming to the church uh, for uh, 19 years. Wow. Um, and uh, this is my home. Thank God. It's a beautiful <laughs> place. Um, and um, it's my home because I was asked by... Um, Professor Balbir Singh, when I was 27, when I was staying with his family in Himachal Pradesh in northern India, he said to me, Bruce, are you a true Christian or are you a nominal Christian? Mm. And that question was, went to, straight to my heart because he was kind of asking me, are you, a Christ, are you a Christian because you're from England or is there something more, something deeper there, something more meaningful? And uh, I replied that I was a nominal Christian, <coughs> because I was. And I really, really didn't like that. And um, God had been doing a number on me. I'd been traveling for about a year and a half. And that night, um, I lifted my head and said to Jesus, if you're real, I'm yours. Wow. And it was lovely reading the, uh, singing the song, you know, lift my head and my mm. heart will follow. And wow. so, yeah, so I've been on a journey uh, since the age of 27, um, which is only about 20 years, <laughs> 15, 20 years. Of course, of course. Um, and, uh, I thought you were 43. I don't know, I'm not, that wasn't it. Anyway. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, that's me. We've, um, I'm married to Liz. We've been married 25 years, got three wonderful kids. Um, and, um, well... And what, do you, what, what, what does one do during the week, Bruce? What does one do? Uh, well, um, I know we don't like that kind of question, but I'm uh, interested. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I run a, a small consulting practice called Mission Brand, and um, I work in brand strategy, so I help companies to be able to better define what they're about. And last year, uh, God told me to write a book 
Um, and, uh, and so I did. Um, and so I spent this year writing a book on what I do. Uh, he was very clear to me. I was at a conference in uh, Philadelphia, and the uh, keynote was talking about the fact that we're stewards. Mm. You know, that's our job. God gives us gifts, and our job is to steward those gifts. Uh, but they're his gifts. They're, they're, you know, it's his mm. provision. Mm. And so he would say, it was a business conference, and he was saying, really, God's the boss. <laughs> you know, we work for him. Love so that. when you've got a problem, you go to God and say, God, you've got a problem. What do you want me to do about it? And mm. um, that requires us to listen. And so at the end of the, uh, of, the, um, of the talk, he said, I'm going to say a prayer. You repeat it after me if you feel like it. And it was a very short prayer. It was simply, God, what is it you want to tell me? And God said to me three words, boom, feed my sheep. And he was telling me that I needed to write this book to give as many stewards as possible the opportunity to be as efficient and as effective as they could be with the gifts they've got in business. So, wow. so that's what I did. So I spent the year writing the book, around five months writing a book, and then I've, I've been... Um, and then in the, amongst all that, uh, I went along to the stu- uh, trustee meeting that uh, was yeah. held... Uh, and I thought, I'm definitely not going to apply for this. <laughs> Way too difficult. And, uh, and all these people are much more qualified than I am. And, uh, and I didn't get an email, unlike you. I didn't get an email. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I just pray for unity amongst the trustee board. <laughs> and uh, I bumped into Mark. Mark. Mark and I are friends. And Mark said, are you going to apply for the... I said, no. No <laughs> way. Well, that's true, yeah. He said, no way, I'm not going to apply. He said, uh, well, why not? And I told him all the reasons why. He said, well, let's you know, just apply and we'll just, you know, we'll see, just see how it goes, see what happens. And here I am sitting on stage. <laughs> <laughs> so, Be careful if I, if I tap on your shoulder. That's the, uh, that's yeah. the thing. Now, modesty prevails on this stage because you did launch your book, but uh, I know that it's uh, in the bestseller list on Amazon, which yes. is impressive. Let's yeah. give Bruce yeah. a hand. I mean, that's quite a feat. It's called What's Your Point? It's a great book. I mean, uh, it's a great, great achievement, really is. Mindful of the time, it's, uh, we're going to have many more occasions, no doubt, to, and please do grab these guys. And, you know, we, we need to support the trustees in prayer. And I think what we're going to do now is I'm going to uh, invite Mark and Tim back. And all of us, we're going to go down onto this lower stage. And I, what I want us to do as a people is pray for these guys. You know, they're on the front line. We want to pray for protection, for resources, for wisdom, for discernment. So why don't we all just stand together? Mark and Tim, why don't you join us? Let's get down on this stage. If there's a few of you feel led, why don't you come up here? We've got space here. Let me grab the mic, Bruce, if you could hand that to me. Thank you. Let's just stand on this stage. Um, a few of you, Mel, Rich, Steph, anybody else here that feels led, come up. Let's, we're going to pray in a moment. Okay, thank you, Lord. If you extend out your hand... We're going to pray for these guys. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for these guys that uh, are giving their loaves and their fishes. Because that's what it's about. It's about being obedient to your call, Lord Jesus. It's about saying, well, I don't feel like I've got it all. But it's in that moment that you equip the called. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will just equip these guys all of them, Lord Jesus, as they step up. And indeed for Tim and Mark as he continues into January. Holy Spirit, would you come upon them now as we commission these guys? Holy Spirit, would you come? Just fill them with everything they need. Come, Lord Jesus. 
Almighty Spirit. Thank you, Father, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I had a lovely picture of um, Jesus standing with a big bowl of fruit. And I felt that each piece of fruit, he was inviting you to come and take a piece of fruit from this bowl. But each mm. piece of fruit represented something that you needed for this role. And the Lord was saying, take, eat, and there's plenty. Come back for more. Mm. So, Father, I just thank you for that beautiful image, Lord, that you're going to be the provider. Lord, you provide fruit in abundance, Lord. That that bowl is never empty. So, Father, I just pray, Lord, that they'll find the freedom in coming forward, Lord, and taking what they need from you, Father. May they never hold back. Mm. And they know that bowl is always overflowing with great fruit, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, I just pray you equip them, Lord, Father, that Jesus, you'll give them the capacity to deal with their, their daily jobs, Lord, as well as this new role. And Father, I do pray for unity in this group, Lord. I pray for favour. And we just, Lord, we just break confusion off them in the name of Jesus. We come mm. against the work of the enemy. Mm. And we pray, Lord, that you would just bless them in this role. And we just pray, thank you, Lord, for this new group of people. And we, we love them and we want to support them. Yes, Lord. And we bless them in your precious name. Mm. Amen. Father, it is an absolute joy to stand here with these guys. And Lord, I, I've had the privilege of seeing much of their work, their secret work, not the ones that appear on platforms and not the ones that kind of appear in books, as it were, but Lord, the, all the work they do for the church. And not just Vineyard, for the wider body. Mm. I just thank you, Lord God, for their sacrifices and their, uh, all of their commitment to you and in faithfulness and in love and in trust. And have served you and seen you in action all around them. And Father, we just thank you as they step up, Lord God, and as they, um, you know, we elevate them, Lord God, and uh, you elevate them, Lord God, that they may elevate you and make you known. And Father, I just thank you for the protection they provide for, for Mark and, um, and for this church, Lord God, as they stand there almost like a, a batter of ram for anything that gets in the way, Lord God. I just thank you that there is unity as we pray. Mm. And that, Father, when they stand together like, like a cord of three, they cannot be broken, Lord. But I just thank you that there is an unstoppable force that comes with unity. And, Father, we ask your blessing on them, their partners, their families, their kids. Lord God, that you would pour out in abundance uh, your blessing. That is just as um, Bruce was saying, Lord God, that you wouldn't just give them tasks and give them roles and responsibilities, but you'd give them a, a listen ear to everything you're yes, saying. Lord Jesus. That they would never lose sight of the, the reason why they're standing here, which I think Ruth mm. just put so beautifully, is because because they love you. Mm. And Father, I just thank you that you love your church. Mm. So make yourself known through them. In the name of Jesus, we ask. Thank you, Lord. Um, I just had a picture, actually, just reminded of Jesus um, uh, just coming down and washing his disciples' feet. Uh, and I just had a picture of him washing each of your feet. Uh, but as he was pouring out that water, the water was purified gold. Mm. And I just have a real sense that the Lord is going to bless your feet. They're going to be kingdom feet. Thank and you. you will take gold wherever you walk. So, Lord, I just pray your blessing upon this mighty group. Mm. Lord, would you just, um, yeah, just pour out your blessing upon them. Thank you, Jesus. Give them everything they need. Mm. Fill them with your wisdom. But above all of that, Lord, fill them with your love. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. I just had two, two words, grace abounding. I just sensed the Holy Spirit just releasing grace upon uh, you all as you take up this, this new role. Um, you've been chosen because of the gifts that you have. Uh, but the Lord says that I'm going to multiply those gifts. Thank you, Lord. Both individually and corporately. Yes, Lord Jesus. Grace abounding yeah. to you all. Thank you, Lord. 
Um, just three things uh, I felt to pray for you guys. Wisdom, uh, truth, and grace. Lord, I pray, because your word says that when we need wisdom, that we can come to you and that we should not, uh, not believe that we've received it. Lord, I pray for truth. You lead us into truth that sets us free. Mm. And I pray, Lord, that these guys would know how to wield truth in grace. Mm. And that they would know. And they would not shy away from uh, doing that in your name. Mm. And I pray that you'd anoint these guys just to operate in that spirit of protection both under you and over us, Jesus. Just come and have your way with them, God. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I'm just going to pray for Mark now. Let's just pray for him. I want to pray for Mark. <laughs> Father, once again, we say thank you for Mark and those 23 years of faithful service. Lord, he came for the joy of being with you and being with your people. And Father, he stayed for the faithfulness of yourself and your goodness. And Father, he leaves with a great celebration of the hard work and the years of, of pouring into your church. And Father, I just thank you that he can take a step back mm. with a sense of pride, Lord God, that you used him for great things. Yes, Lord Jesus. And with Amy and with the kids, Lord. Yeah. And all the hours and all the times and all the missed movies they had because uh, <laughs> he was down the pub probably. But Lord, I, I just thank you, Lord God, for that faithful commitment. And we honor him and we ask your blessing on him as he steps down. And Father, that um, you just continue to pour out. That Father, whatever it is you have lined up for him next, you've called him away from something to call him to something. And Father, we just send him with, your, with our mm. blessing. That he may just continue to multiply and bear good fruit. Yeah. And as he hands over the baton, the reins, Lord God, into the hands of Tim, Lord God, we ask that you just bless him. Uh, with confidence, not just in the abilities that you put in him, the gift you put in him, but the gift that, uh, the confidence in you, Lord God. Mm. And that's just as you've been good, as you've shown yourself to be faithful, you've shown yourself to be good, you've shown yourself to, to, uh, to not be limited by, um, by our means, our resources. But Lord, you've shown yourself to, to do all things um, for those who believe in Christ. And those who love you and you love, pour it out in the name of mm. Jesus, I ask.